Welcome to the Fit Mama podcast where it's all about gaining your health back as a busy woman and mom, and doing it without sacrificing time with your family or business. Here is your host, mompreneur and Fit Mama health coach, Angela Campbell. And we're officially live. We are here. I see us. I see us live in color. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm super excited, you guys, for today's podcast, today's training, whatever you want to refer to it as, but thyroid is the topic. And I'm crazy excited because I have uh, a near and dear friend, Melissa here, who is my go-to for all of these things. <laughs> um, so on today, today we're, we're getting right to it. Like, so welcome on today's podcast. You can always catch this. If you're live right now, say hi. I see a lot of already are actually already live. So say hi. And what I want to really encourage you right now is if you're on and you have a question, please drop it in the comments because I will be monitoring, TV, monitoring those while she's giving us some major information and golden nuggets. And uh, we'll, we'll do our best to get to the questions um, as well. And if you're catching it later on a replay, definitely share replay. And if you are listening to this later on the podcast, get in our Facebook group. And then Melissa's going to share with us today too how you can follow her as well. But get in our Facebook group by going to acfitmama.com slash Facebook and uh, and you can see us live in color. So with that said, we're getting into, we're going to talk about hypothyroidism, hyperthyroidism, Hashimoto's as well. So if you suffer from any of those now already, again, drop in the comments and let us know. And I think, I know uh, Melissa and I think so much alike on bringing awareness to this because there's so many people out there suffering. So know that you're not alone. There is still hope in losing weight, but we're going to talk about all those things today. Um, and, uh, and she's going to go into more details with that. So that is it. I want to turn it over to you, Melissa, like share who you are, oh. whatever you're, uh, whatever you're comfortable sharing. And then we'll go into the topics that, you know, we kind of chatted about, um, on covering today. So you guys, here's Melissa say hi. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I hope you can hear me okay. Um, I am actually doing this for my car. My meeting right before this podcast went way too late, and I didn't think I could get home in time, but did not want to miss out being here. Angela, thank you so much for having me again. I'm just so honored. I'm always so honored when I get to talk to you and um, talk to people about this topic, because I think it's so, like you said, it's so vitally important. Um, but just briefly, briefly about me, I myself suffer from hypothyroidism and Hashimoto's, which is the autoimmune portion to uh, thyroid disease. So you can still be hyperthyroid and still have Hashimoto's. So I know that that confuses people a lot, but um, it's basically just the autoimmune portion to thyroid disease. And my background really quick is I did clinical trials. So I actually tested all the medications that are on the market today for over 20 years. So I um, come to you with just a ton of knowledge when it comes to medications. And um, actually through that journey of testing medications, I actually had to study supplements as well, supplements and vitamins, because we had to make sure that whatever people were taking, um, if they were being, if they were in a study, that it actually wasn't contradicting with the medication, which I think gives a lot of strength and value to how important supplements and vitamins really are in our lives, solely because it can interact with medications 
and it can almost do um, a lot of them can do some of the same things that medications can as well. So, but yeah, so I actually just studied that and then kind of retired myself out of that whole corporate field of medications and um, went out on my own. I, I really enjoyed working with people one-on-one -on -one and trying to help them control their medications and get to a healthier lifestyle, not only always having to depend on medications and kind of making that the last resource. I mean, they're there and we're so grateful for those, but kind of making those the last resource if needed or supplementing a healthier lifestyle along with your medications. So that's just a little bit about me, but yeah, I, I, I feel anybody that has thyroid disease, it is not an easy, you know, it's, it's very prevalent out there and it is not an easy disorder to live with all the time. So you can be on the struggle bus multiple different times in your lifetime, especially as a female. Oh <laughs> so, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Hormones and everything else you already deal with. And then you, you uh, deal on top of that and you've, you struggled this with this for how long have you been struggling with it? I was diagnosed when I was 27 years old. So I, do I have to tell my age now? Um, so over 20 years, <laughs> over 20 years. Yeah. I just gave that away. Didn't I? So, um, but yes, over 20 years and I, myself, um, looking back on things now, like things that were happened, you know, in, in my health over time, now that I really, now that I'm really studying and making this kind of my passion and, and helping people out with this and have taken more courses on this and, and stuff, I can actually associate now things that happen in my health over time, actually directly to Hashimoto's. So things just start making more sense now. And I'm like, oh, that's why that happened or, oh, you know, that's why I was having difficulties struggling um, while we were trying to, my husband and I trying to get pregnant. I mean, a lot of these things connected. That's why I had severe muscle pains after I worked out. It wasn't just like, hey, I worked out and I'm feeling strong and that muscle hurt. It was days and days of muscle aches, not that typical two days, but it lasted way too long. And now we're actually associating everything back to thyroid disease and, and Hashimoto's. So, well, I think we wanted, I, I would love to, and I know the, one of the questions that uh, a lot always have is the difference, like a brief explanation, like you'd mentioned on hyper hypo, and then even Hashi's like, what is the difference in all of them? Yeah. So very simply hyperthyroid, your, your thyroid is actually working too much. So the brain that we have a, a little organ in our brain isn't talking to your thyroid properly, properly and it's actually producing way too much thyroid hormone. So it's getting, it's actually pumping your metabolism up way too high, um, which many of us are going, oh my God, wouldn't we love that? But the problem with that is when your metabolism is running that high all the time, you can have severe heart disease from that, severe kidney disease from that. Some people actually send themselves not on purpose, but send themselves into a stroke. Um, your blood pressure can go up. So it, it's as much as we love to hear, yes, I would love to have a high metabolism. Having hyperthyroid is actually very dangerous. And again, on the flip side, hypothyroid, same thing, that little organ's not talking to our thyroid properly. And so we're not producing enough hormone. 
um, thyroid hormone, which means our metabolism, metabolism is much slower. But again, the struggle with that is other, other things start happening. So, you know, we, we actually lower our blood pressure too low. We, um, have menstrual disturbances, dry skin, can't lose weight. And we all know, you know, when you can't lose weight, that causes other issues. So both sides are actually not good. It's not healthy. Um, your thyroid is a really, really important organ for your entire body overall, producing other hormones and affecting other hormones, testosterone, estrogen, cortisol, it, it, it's all connected, right? And so our, when we have thyroid disease, though either one of those is, is an issue and should definitely be checked. And if you really feel that you are struggling, you know, your tests aren't showing yet. We're going to talk about tests in just a couple minutes, but your tests aren't showing that you are, are there, there, there's anything wrong with your thyroid. Don't give up on that. And again, I'll go into that in a couple minutes, but, um, let me just briefly talk about Hashimoto's is actually, like I said earlier, the autoimmune part to this, your body, um, produces antibodies. It just starts basically fighting your thyroid and what your thyroid's trying to do and produce. So that causes other issues in the long run. Um, but for the most part, Hashimoto's is a very, um, passive disease, but again, can affect very many areas of your life. I know one of the questions that always pops in my mind or I've heard too is like, what in the world causes all of this? Is there a specific thing that it leads back to, or I know everybody's going to be different, but how would you? Uh, yeah. So everybody is different. My whole family has thyroid disease. So it was kind of inevitable that I was likely going to get thyroid disease. But that being said, we have opposite sides of thyroid disease. I have an aunt and a grandfather that were hyperthyroid and I have a mom and a dad that have hypothyroid. So it could have gone either way, um, but is likely the reason that I have Hashimoto's. So there is a little bit of, of history beyond that. Um, and honestly, our diets can actually cause thyroid disease. And it, that one is kind of more of a new study. Um, a lot of doctors felt that you needed, to, as when you're younger to keep your body going, you have to have iodine. Um, but because we had, if you don't have the right diet and your body doesn't produce iodine into iodide, correctly, which iodide is really what we need to survive off of it, that can actually cause thyroid disease. So your nutrition can actually cause it. Were you predisposed to it? You could have been. Well, yeah. And that, that's the part, the nutrition, when you talk about the nutrition and the diet, that's the part that where I start to get yeah. geeky on, because obviously it's what I do is what I love, but it's learning that that can also be a call. I mean, cause nutrition is such a thing. So many people focus nutrition on, on, on weight, 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 what I look like, what I look like, what I look like. There's so much more to right. it. It's how you feel, so much more. how you function. And it's preventative from some things that we could be causing by having such poor diets or poor activities or, or so many things, but um, I won't go on that tangent. 
What about labs? You mentioned labs. How do you read them? What are tests that you can get done? Yeah, so this is what confuses people a lot. And again, this is where I get back to my clinical, the clinical in me. Um, so when you are reading your thyroid test, it's actually opposite of what you think it might be. So if you're looking at a test that's normal, and I, this is not, um, I don't want you to think that these are the numbers that you should be looking for. They're not. I'm just using this as a very layman's example. If a normal um, thyroid stimulating hormone, that's just our basic test that we run to see if how our thyroid is working. If that was, if the normal was supposed to be 5.0 and yours is under that, a lot of people think, oh, I have hypothyroid because I'm under, right? It's actually opposite. When your numbers are lower, you're actually hyperthyroid. When your numbers are higher, you're actually hypo. Yeah. So it, it's, it's backwards to what we're thinking. Like we're, okay, hypo means that we run slow. So our numbers should be low. Well, that, what that is, is that's actually a stimulating hormone. They're seeing how much hormone it actually takes to stimulate the thyroid hormone. So how much of this hormone is it actually taking? When it's taking too little, that means your thyroid's working too fast. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And in reverse, when it's when it takes more and more and more of it to make the thyroid work or to see that hormone, that means your, your, your hypo, your thyroid is too slow. It's not working enough. So it takes more and more and more to get that number. So I know that's a real confusion for a lot of people. Um, and then people always ask me, well, how do I know if I have Hashimoto's? Mm -hmm. How do I know? They will not test this unless you specifically ask for it. And what they do is they test the antibodies of your thyroid. So if you get a positive result of the antibodies, then you, they, at that point, diagnose you with Hashimoto's. Gotcha. But you better ask, but for they, it. <laughs> yeah, they, you better ask for it. They will. And, and let me tell you it again, knowing that if you have other autoimmune disorders, that's kind of when you want to know that having Hashimoto's is, is like I said, it's kind of that passive thing. There is underlying issues when you want to know this is when, if you are struggling to get pregnant, this is a big one for, for women. If you're struggling to get pregnant, make sure they're running that, especially if you have thyroid disease, make sure that you are running that test or that your doctor is running that test. That is a huge indicator how they should be treating you through a pregnancy. Um, even if you're not on medications, that's what you need to know for, to, for pregnancy and fertility. I know that was a big one um, that, again, that I get asked that question all the time. Um, and if you have other disorders that are going on, if you have other autoimmune disorders or some, some, something that's going on in your body that you just can't associate with your lab tests. So something's hiding and you, you just can't get it. Ask them to run this. This could be, could be, I always try and make sure that this could be one of the answers or one, one of the reasons that it's happening. Gotcha. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's important. I, I love that you shared that about infertility too, because, or not infertility, I guess, but just fertility in general. Fertility so, in general. Yeah. 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 
Um, okay. And the next uh, question or, or topic, I guess you should say we talked about was you'd mentioned how hypothyroid is not a death sentence for weight gain. Uh, just expect some no. changes you're going to have to make you know, along this journey. Or how, what would you say more about that? Because I know a lot of people, every, I talk to about my thyroid issues, like I can't lose weight. You can, but there's so much more, more to that that I know you were going to hit on. Yeah, there, there truly is. When, when you have, and I'm going to use hypo, like I said, hyper, it's usually that, that women have an, an overactive thyroid. So their metabolism is a little bit too high. And again, it, it's still kind of the same concept, but I'm going to kind of talk about more about hypothyroid. Um, and the, the thing with hypothyroid is that I, I need everybody to know, don't think it's an automatic sentence for, for, for weight gain. It, it, it's not, it can be controlled in multiple different ways. Actually in my later third, mid to late thirties, I was very thin and I was diagnosed in my 20s. So I knew I had this issue, but I actually was very thin because I brought in proper nutrition. I looked more into how my hormones were working and what wasn't being regulated properly. I lowered my stress. That, that is just something that is ginormous um, because stress inevitably affects every single hormone in your body. So if you don't have that stress under control and by working out, you know, this, again, this all kind of ties in a big circle together, you know, it's all intertwined. Um, but if you don't have that stress under control, I promise you, you're not going to get that weight off or you're going to see that weight gain and weight. The problem is when women see weight gain, it causes stress. We're uncomfortable how we look in the mirror. We're uncomfortable how we act in our relationships. It, it causes a huge thing. So make sure you're, you're reaching out to somebody. And one of the first things they're telling you is, okay, let's get some stress, stress management tools. Let's give you some of these and start working on them right away. So we can handle all the other aspects of, of gaining the weight. Um, but know right then and there, it's going to be an ongoing journey. You're going to hit other stages in your life that, you know, you're, you're going to hit perimenopause. You're going to hit menopause. Things will happen. And unless you have all these tools, in, you know, already ready for you in your chest, when those moments happen, then if you don't have that and you don't have that prepared is likely when you're going to start really struggling with that weight gain and, and how to control it. So I don't, want, I don't want people to think that this is an automatic death sentence to weight gain. It's really not, it's really not. It's that you have to be prepared in these journeys that you're going to come across in life that this might happen and how do I deal with it at that point? And just to let you know, I myself, I, I'm actually going through one of those right now. I know from my past now, and I know because I coach other women on this, that I am actually myself going through this journey and I've hit that, I've hit that wall, you know, so I need somebody else to help me with accountability to make sure I'm telling what I'm telling other people. I'm telling myself, I, sometimes you just can't do it on your own. So I think that's really important to make sure that you have somebody in your corner helping you through this. 
Yeah, I, I agree 100%. And accountability is everything and not having to do it alone. I can't say that enough, I don't think, because every time I talk to a woman that is going through it, they really feel like they have to do that struggle alone. And they don't by any means. Uh, right. I think it's really hard, especially when somebody, you know, possibly your, your, your spouse or your partner, they don't have it and they don't understand it. And, or they don't understand what it means to a female, what it means to a woman, what it, it does to us. And yeah. until, until you have those tools and resources to even speak out and let them know, you have to be strong and let them know it is not a good day for me today. I, I am having just, I am having one of my, my days and I need your support in this. It's, it's really important. And if you can't get that from your spouse because they just don't get it, and let's be honest, some men don't, um, it, it, you have to have somebody else there. You have to have a community of support. So it's really vital. Yeah, 100%, I agree. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and, and having someone walk you through, because I think a lot of people, if, if they have just, if they've been hit with this recently even, um, if you're listening now and you're in the group, and if you've been dealing with any of this that we're talking about, share with us. And I would love to see in the comments, like how long, like how many years have you been dealing with it? Or are you someone that like just got hit with it and are like all these changes I'm going to have to make on my journey. I got no idea what those are. I have no idea. <laughs> um, Cause I feel like a lot of people are, are well, I mean, and we can see a little both. Some people finally get it because they went through it for years like yourself, but even then accountability, like you said, is huge. Having a right. community that gets it and people that you can talk to or more so like I'm a big believer in one-on-one coach, have someone walk you through it. I, I, I am a health coach, but I have my own health coach. <laughs> I, right. I have somebody right. else do it for me. Um, and so, yeah. And, and you mentioned, um, or not, well, not yet, but we were going to, I think the next thing we were going to talk about is just instead of just always focusing on weight loss, weight loss, weight loss, weight loss, I think about stopping it first and then go into that. Like how, what, what is your take on that? Or how do you help people just simply stop it first? Yeah. You know, it's, it, it became a mantra of mine because I knew I saw with, you know, getting older, going through perimenopause right now and things like that. I saw, um, a different journey that I was going to probably be taking and, I noticed a pattern that I myself, even though I was doing all the things that I was supposed to be doing. Are you there? Yep, I'm here. Oh, okay, sorry, so sorry. Um, <laughs> even though I was going through this journey and I knew what to do and I knew what to do, nutrition, I had to follow all the things. Um, I myself was finding that I, I was so focused on losing the weight that it, it actually, like my mentality, my, the way that I was thinking about things, I wasn't thinking about it correctly. I realized that I had to focus on stopping the weight gain in its tracks, not giving it that power anymore to actually start losing the weight. Because I knew I, it, this, this disease actually does, you know, it can, you can gain weight on it. It's usually one of the first things that when we're like, why did I just gain 20 pounds? Like yeah. overnight, it feels like overnight you just gained 20 pounds and it, it just comes out of nowhere. Like you were eating, you know, whatever you were eating one day and the next day, boom, it, it's, it's just the craziest journey. So 
I realized that, that I needed to focus on stopping the weight first and keeping that weight from ever getting above that point and then working backwards. So stopping the weight gain cycle is what you wanna really focus on first. And doing that through nutrition, through supplements that can help you stop that in its tracks. I really think back, and I know that, that you and I use some of the same supplements, Angela, and I really think back three years now, if I had not started taking supplements that were going to help me keep that fat burning cycle going, and my metabolism continues to get slower, where would I really be? Yeah. You know, of course I want to lose 20 pounds. Who doesn't, you know, um, that are struggling, but I am so happy to, to have found and do the things now that I never went above a certain point. I stopped it. And the biggest, most important thing to me, and I think you're a pretty big, this is pretty big for you as well is making sure that my waist stays under 35 inches mm -hmm. because I can't have, on top of all the, the journeys that I already take, I don't wanna have to take another journey and worry about health disease, heart disease. I don't need that to come into play. I already have enough journeys that I'm going on. So being able to really control that and make sure that that is a key point of focus for me really changed my whole mental status. Yes, I would love to be back in those, you know, size four, size six jeans again, but really the most important thing, my waist is under 35 inches and I make certain that I work very hard to keep it there. So that's my main focus right now. Not necessarily the, the size four pants. It's working to make sure that nothing else I have to struggle with. Yeah. Got you. I love it literally stopping at first before even worrying stopping about. at first and and i think just that even even i think that's a really big mental shift that's very important because you're also at the same time going to reduce some stress <laughs> of constantly right. looking at the scale to drop and drop and drop but it's not dropping um just simply but it's not moving it's not going up either like that's a huge it's not going thing. up right yeah right you, you yeah, by focus on what my actual wins were, the second that I did that, the second that I refocused what my wins could be that are actually huge wins, it, it started getting a little bit, the, some of that stress started coming off. Some of that stress started coming off. I still work every day. You know, like I said, I'm kind of in a journey right now that I'm struggling again because of perimenopause, trying to make sure hormones are balanced. Um, so I'm going to have to focus on some other things to get that weight back off again. And it may be that you are gaining some weight, you are losing some weight, you are gaining some weight, you are losing some weight during your journey. Like know that you might have some ups and downs and it's okay. You have to focus on the biggest picture though. Am I staying as healthy as I possibly can in my journey? Absolutely. And celebrating those small wins are so big. And celebrating. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. And then you'd mentioned how uh, your gut is affected. Your gut is such a big, oh. big, big thing. When it comes to your, when it comes to anybody uh, that's listening to this, your gut is important, but even more so when you have thyroid issues, how does your gut affect your thyroid? 
Oh my gosh. This one I could go on for hours about. <laughs> this one I could go on for hours about the, the research and science that is out there now. This, you know, we, we've heard gut health. That's been like, you know, one of those little taglines for the last 10 years now. But, um, but the, the true reality is that um, our gut literally literally is our second brain they have they have now there's science-backed proof even for for people with thyroid how gut health is attached to our thyroid health so if your gut is not in a state of 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 health and all the other things can happen all those other things um toxins um, you know, people with thyroid disease, they are so sensitive to toxins, so sensitive to, to outdoor environmental toxins. We really need to protect that. And when it, when our gut isn't healthy and doesn't have that availability to start healing all of our other part of our body, then your hormones are, are automatically going to be affected and your thyroid controls your hormones. So it, the the science behind this and you know you and I were in a, a webinar this past weekend it, it blew my mind it just blew, I knew how important it was um, and I was telling Angela you know even our founder of medicine Hippocrates you know the father of fathers of medicine he even said it he even knew that it was and this is thousands of years ago he knew the importance of it and now it's actually science backed. We have science behind it to prove how important it is for us to keep our gut health number one focus, number one. Yeah, and oftentimes I love to help encourage women to start with that first before they even look at weight loss. Like, well, how Absolutely. is my gut? Like, because that, like you said, that your gut affects everything. Your hormones, your, I mean, you're obviously your thyroid, which, which controls your hormones. I mean, the whole nine yards. Um, what are some of your biggest tips for gut health and even products? I know, like you said, the, we take, we, we were back, but we back the same products because we love them. The quality is amazing. Right. Um, so I would love for you to share whatever tips you have for gut health and even the products. Like I know there, we're going to get a ton of questions on those. So what is that? Yeah. Gut health is like I said, gut health is key. Um, I actually just signed up for another course because you know me, I'm like the, I've got to have all the knowledge in my toolbox. So I actually just signed up for another course to, to get more into the science of it. But um, if you don't have proper gut health, um, you're going to have chronic inflammation. And when you have chronic inflammation, your cells cannot actually tell your body what it needs to do. So you, your cells can't tell your brain that you need to remember things. Your cells can't tell your muscles that they need to work or that they need more energy. Your, your cells won't give the energy. It's protecting to survive, just to live. So it, in the, it, this all stems from the gut. So doing very, very simple things. Um, you know, I always recommend an elimination diet um, where you're, you're going through 21 days and actually starting to heal from that cellular level. Um, but absolutely 
we have this brand new science. Like, like I said, I was in full geek mode this weekend. We have this brand new science um, that we've always heard probiotics, right? Probiotics are, are really good for you. There's actually a brain gut connection that it can control anxiety. Probiotics can help with anxiety and depression um, because they talk to one another. Um, but there's also prebiotics, which some people have heard of prebiotics. And when they take prebiotics, everybody's like, oh my gosh, my skin is glowing again. And that's because your cells are now opening up and giving energy. So you get this beautiful glow over your skin. Um, so prebiotics are things like, um, things that are fermented, kefir, um, some yogurt, um, uh, kimchi, um, kam kombucha, I know has been really popular. Those are all prebiotics. So that's what your, the, the probiotics, that's what helps all that bacteria and, and virus and everything and fungi in your gut survive. And we have to have that to survive. You know, people think, oh my God, viruses, I, I'm trying to keep viruses away, right? There's actually viruses in your gut that you must have to survive. So, but we have to keep all that at, at a healthy state. So the biggest thing over this weekend, this workshop that, that we took is postbiotics, which everybody is like, what in the world is yeah. a postbiotic? So I would love to know, like, you know, people that are watching, have you ever even heard of a postbiotic? I actually had, <laughs> but what was really exciting is that there is actually now a product on the market that actually has all three of them in one. And this, this is huge. I mean, this is literally groundbreaking, life-changing for people that they can take that all in one. Because when you don't have the pre and the pro, you can't produce enough of the post. So, and, and the, the post is basically the fermentation of all the probiotics. And if you don't have gut, healthy gut, you can't produce that. And guess what the postbiotics produce? All of our energy, all of it. So, you know, if you have this extraordinary amount of energy, not only is your body going to feel great, you yourself are going to feel great. And I think a lot of people nowadays, because of our diets, because of our environment, because of everything, I think people have really forgotten what it's like to feel good. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. They, they don't know what it's like. And again, like I said, I remember a point in my life that I know what it was, what it felt like to feel great. I didn't have any aches or pains. I didn't have any, you know, I was, my weight was under control. Everything was great. And it's, it's been a while, but I can, I can definitely relate it to a healthy gut at that point. So this is just phenomenal on top of ha having collagen in your body. And it basically this product makes everything else that you're eating, working out, stress relief, it makes everything work properly. It's huge. It is huge. Absolutely huge. Yeah. I'm, I'm super stoked about that. Yeah. Because you, I mean, I, I mean, you can be eating healthy, like you can be eating a perfect diet. You can be eating out, eating, I mean, uh, working out doing all the things, right. But nothing is happening 
because your gut is not where it needs to be and it's not healthy and or thyroid. I mean, there's so many different things, but all, like you said, it sends in the gut and gut first. <laughs> um, well, and I, I will mention you could be the healthiest person on this planet. Unfortunately, because of our food sources, because of, you know, how overused our soils are in, in our environment and everything else, you cannot get everything just from nutrition. It, it's, it's, a, it's quite unfortunate, but we have to supplement that. We have to supplement that with extra resources. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because I know I, you know, it starts there. It absolutely yeah. starts there though. <laughs> yeah. Well, and there's nothing right. I mean, cause I do talk to some people some days they're like, I don't want to do any supplements. I'm like, I'm a big believer in them, but you got to find the right ones, I think. And the quality mm -hmm. is so important. Uh, even if you have to spend a little bit extra to get the quality, quality is everything. Um, now, if you, if someone comes to you, from, from everything you've told them today, or if they're struggling or whatever, what would be the first products that would you, would you now have someone start with? Is it going to be the new, um, the new pre post and wait, pro pre and post taxes. <laughs> the three and it's simply it's the three and one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like try to say that fast. <laughs> I, I think by taking, by taking that supplement. Yes. I think by taking that, you're going to notice everything else working better. You're going to notice that you have more energy. You're going to notice that your metabolism, all this other work that you're doing, that you might be in just kind of that limbo and not letting yourself, you've stopped the weight gain cycle you're now going to be able to see because your cells have more energy, you're now going to be able to see everything start falling into place. All that hard work you're doing, keeping yourself from anything else going wrong, you're actually going to start seeing all the benefits of it. So yeah, I absolutely think that you need that tool in your chest, no matter what. Like, And, and th the other great thing is this works specifically with your microbiome. And like I said, we could go into two hours of talk over this, but basically what happened, there's an imbalance of either too much of this bacteria, not enough of this bacteria because of what we eat or because of our stressors or whatever it might be. When that gets out of balance, this, this product is actually putting everything back into balance. It's allowing everything to work again. So it's allowing the, the fungi, the virus, the bacteria, the, the other microorganisms in your body. It's allowing all of that to, and I used an example of a Jenga game. Yeah. That you can keep pulling things out and, and stacking it up and you can still have a structure, right? Yeah. But it might only take one more little move and that whole structure falls down. This basically takes that structure and fills in all the holes. So it doesn't matter how tall it is. You now have a solid structure. Oh, that's such an amazing visual. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's building that structure. So it might be taller, it's still a little bit wobbly, but you have a solid structure again. You were the first one that came to my mind whenever <laughs> they were, we were dropping the details. I was like, 
Well, I obviously I ordered some right away. I can't wait till it comes in. Oh, immediately, immediately, yeah. Uh, hurry, hurry up! I'm ready. Uh, well, that, and the other the other great thing is you're you're spending money on a prebiotic. You're spending money on a probiotic. Nobody's ever heard of these postbiotics, and now you're getting it all in one. You don't have to go spend money on everything else. You've got you it in one simple thing that you can put it on anything. Yeah. Mine's going right on, mine's going right on my uh, belly blaster. <laughs> it's going on there and in my mouth. Ooh, so putting that together. Yeah. The liquid collagen. Oh yeah. Spoon, put that on top. Yeah. Because again, the thing that I love so much about the products that we use is liquid form. It, you're not, you're not having to take pill after pill after pill after pill after pill. No. It is, it literally, I mean, it goes in the way it does for a reason. The effect. Yeah. The, the one the one last thing that I would love to touch is that I know a lot of people, I've been getting this question all weekend, is a lot of people ask about the pH because the way that probiotics can break down, if you actually have a very acidic stomach or a very acidic um, alkaline in your body, does that affect it? And the great thing about this and the science behind it is the way that it these little um, encapsulated balls of wonderful um they actually are not affected by by people's ph so they will still just go right for the right for the kill and get what they're do what they're supposed to do yeah now last thing where in the world can people find you obviously you're tagged in this podcast and you'll be tagged in all of it so you guys listening literally melissa is, is loves this stuff and sharing it with you and answering your questions and helping you and she has a group of her own you can follow and jump in and i mean we you know she coaches people through all of this like she's teamed up with me on many women like coaching them through everything you just heard her talk about because it's it's complicated you don't have to do it alone there's a method to the madness if you do it right um and having someone walk you through it i think is i mean it's priceless in my opinion um so right. where where can they find you besides reaching out to you privately from you being tagged where can they find you where, where's the bus yeah place? absolutely so basically i make things very easy for people you can simply find me on facebook so if I'm tagged in here, please feel free to click on that name and message me. Um, I do have like a, a business page and I still get those messages or they're, they're all linked to one. I mean, I just try and make it as easy as possible. So um, I am over on Instagram. I am on TikTok handing out, you know, um, I, I gear more towards my my little Hashi warriors over there on TikTok, um, just kind of dropping um tips along the way but i do have a group if you would like to join my group as well feel free it's healthy dose of sass and soul um because i'm telling you ladies we got to keep our sass on we've got to keep the sass on um you know i don't want people to lose that's my whole point is i don't want people to lose themselves in this journey um you know stay sassy have fun it, it you can you can you can do this um, but do it with a community that understands um, kind of the same things that you're going through. So, yay, I love it. Yes, join her group, follow her, all the things. Again, she's linked uh, or tagged in this. Go find her, go request her, go message her, do all the things. Um, any questions, let us know. Ask her about the products, ask me about the products, any of the thing. Uh, thank you so much, Melissa. Like, I can't even. Uh, I'm yeah. So uh 
I always love having you on. I love chatting with you. I could chat with you for hours upon hours uh, and all the things. So thank you for always being there for me as well, too. And I have 20,000 questions and I look forward to helping more women. Of together. course. Of course. I'm honored. Like I said, thank you so much for having me again. I'm just so honored. Yeah. Um, love, yeah. love helping people. And I, I feel your pain. So <laughs> I, I, I don't want to go at this journey alone either. So, um, you know, obviously I thank you for all the help you give me, because let me tell you guys, I reach out to Angela all the time. <laughs> like, oh my God, oh my God, I need some help. So yeah, thank you. You're Absolutely. so appreciated. I love your group. Yeah, thank you very much. You guys have an awesome day every Thursday, 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, new training in here. But again, go follow Melissa. <laughs>